You're listening to Moments That Matter, a special CXR podcast series where leaders and talent professionals share their own experiences with varying aspects of discrimination and inequality. Here on Moments That Matter, we are dedicated to creating connected conversations around specific moments. These are Moments That Matter. Um, my name is Tara Amaral, and I'm thrilled to be able to be able to introduce Nicole Warmly, who's going to be having a conversation with us about moments that mattered in her life. Um, Nicole, I'll ask you to tell us a little bit about yourself, but she is currently the Senior Director of Diversity and Talent Attraction and University Recruitment at Danaher Corporation. Um, she's had a long life um, in talent acquisition and HR, and she does identify as a Black woman. So Nicole, would you like to introduce yourself? Thank you, Tara, for the introduction. And I'm delighted to be a part of this Moments That Matter experience. Um, I too would like to take a bit of a, um, a step back when I, when I reflected on the moment um, and my, my unapologetic way of being, to your point, Tara, a black woman, I thought about um, my, my upbringing. And what I thought was, okay, so I, have, I was always taught respect. I was always taught treat people the way you want to be treated. Um, and I was empowered by a really, really strong set of parents that told me how wonderful and how awesome and how amazing I could be as a child, which was great. And I took all of that in my, with my spunky self as a young adult. And then I graduate from college and I go into my first recruiting organization. And while I'm not the only woman, I'm the only black woman. Um, and I had the privilege of working at an office with a, with a strong female who was the manager at the time, but I got to experience many big brand name companies at that time in 1994, requesting males for their assignments or for their roles, or requesting that people not come from, or candidates not be presented to them if they came from certain HBCUs, because many of those schools were not accredited at the time. And I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything um, because while I was empowered and had all this energy for mom and dad, I'm the young, youngest woman in the organization and that voice just wasn't as powerful as you start off early in your career. Um, so I vow that if I ever had space, if I ever had decision-making power, I would make sure that that was not the case. I would make sure that women had space and opportunity and access to organizations. I would make sure that HBCUs um, were debunked because there were the managers at the time at the organization did not challenge these clients because these were paying clients. They just let it happen. So I said on my watch, that won't happen. So um, you fast forward to where I am today, and I am delighted to be able to be in a position where I get paid and I have passion around the work that I'm doing. Um, and whether I led diversity attraction or not, I would be supporting diversity attraction because it's the right thing to do. And I remember little young Nicole that didn't, hadn't established her voice early on in her career, that now she has a voice and she has a seat and she's gonna fight for women and she's gonna fight um, for black and brown kids. So let me ask you, um, if you reflect on what happened when you first entered the workforce versus what's happening now, um, yeah. have your tactics changed about when you see or feel something that's uncomfortable? Uh, yes, the tactics and I would say the stakeholders change as well. I would say early on, um, it might have been clients and or customers that were, were paying. I'm now at a place where I'm working with leaders across the organization. And there has been recent conversations where um, 
in some cases, members of my team or earlier career professionals that in their organization might not feel as psychologically safe. And we know this from having lived um, and, and learned over the course of our times that you can see the signs, you watch for body language, and oftentimes folks that aren't as comfortable having a voice, we have to have a responsibility to help them discover that voice or in some cases be a voice on their behalf. So I would say what is different now is I know how to navigate the voice. Um, I know how to shift the voice volume up and or down based upon who I am talking to to make an impact not only for the body of work, but also for the women coming behind me. One last question. Um, I, I was a CDO at another firm and I remember seeing the CHRO one day and I, and I said to him, look, you're gonna get a call. I know I was poking the fire on some tough topics. He said, don't worry, I'll be, I'd be disappointed if you weren't poking the fire on some of the, the, the harder conversations. Um, how do you let senior leaders know that these are not easy conversations? Well, first of all, that in itself isn't easy at all. Um, and based upon the leader's willingness to receive that feedback, um, based upon the leader's um, level of agreement and or comfort with the conversation, all of that changes um, any, all, of, all of us. Even, the, even when it's our job, it doesn't make it easy. So we have to take a step back and assess who are we speaking with. Um, if we know, where are they on their journey of adoption and or allyship and or action? And you make it facts, you make it fact-based. Here is the situation. Here is how it is making a positive and or not so positive impact. Here is how it was received by me. And then you give them the opportunity to confirm and or conversate about what you heard and how it made you feel. And then we go into solutioning. So rather than show up to say, here is what I thought and you should know. Um, here is what I heard. Here is how it made me feel. Here is what I think the business impact is. And here's what I think we should do to solution against this. That's fantastic. Thanks so much, Nicole. Thank you, Tara. You're listening to Moments That Matter, a special CXR podcast series where leaders and talent professionals share their own experiences with varying aspects of discrimination and inequality. Here on Moments That Matter, we are dedicated to creating connected conversations around specific moments. These are Moments That Matter.